The UK economy grew in the second quarter, averting a summer recession despite the cost of living crisis. The 0.2% growth was a surprise improvement on the previous estimate of a fall of 0.1%, the Office for National Statistics said Friday. The expansion in the second quarter means the economy is not in a technical recession as many thought. The slump is now likely to start in the third quarter when output probably contracted because of the extra bank holiday for Queen Elizabeth's funeral and further declines are likely in the following two quarters. The British pound sank to its lowest level this week after falling more than 20% this year. For more on this now, joining us is Craig Earlham, Senior Market Analyst at Oanda in London. Craig, many thanks for being with us today. So first of all, is that correct in your opinion? I mean, are further declines likely to follow um, in the UK in the next few quarters? It's hard to see them being avoided, to be quite honest. Uh, the Cost of living crisis is still very much here just because we've averted a much greater crisis with the energy bill cap uh, coming into play in October, meaning energy bills won't rise by 80%. It doesn't mean there are, aren't other significant pressures uh, coming to household budgets, which is going to lead to further squeezes on spending and, uh, and on other measures which could support the economy. When you add to that that the Bank of England is now expected to raise interest rates that much further uh, because of the new fiscal plans, many households are not going to simply feel the benefit of tax cuts because of higher mortgage rates. So I think the, the, the pressure on the economy is going to remain for some time yet. This revision that we've seen today, yes, surely it's, sure it's welcome, uh, but it doesn't really change anything. Uh, I've said for a long time, we sometimes get too wound up in the technical recession definition of two consecutive quarters of negative growth. There's not really any difference between minus 0.1% twice and uh, a couple of quarters of flat growth. That's effectively what we've now been left with. The recession didn't bother me. The revision doesn't bother me. What bothers me is what's to come next, because any recession that we see now over the course of the next year is going to be more significant than two consecutive quarters of minus 0.1% growth, something that won't be revised out unless the government acts to try and uh, prevent that from happening. Interesting, Craig. Then on this point, on what comes next, then what is your outlook for this winter on inflation and on the energy crisis? And do you see a difference between Europe and the UK when it comes to dealing with the energy crisis this winter? So there is a difference between uh, the, the EU uh, and the UK as far as the energy crisis goes, because it's mainly about supply. The UK doesn't actually get uh, many supply, much supply, if any, at this point from uh, Russia whereas the EU is still reliant uh, upon it. So they're still at the whim, effectively, of the Kremlin, and we've seen what, what that has done over a number of months now. So it's not a case of, uh, of, of the differences being aligned. Europe is more likely, or the EU more specifically, is more likely to be facing, facing uh, rationing and, uh, and the likes uh, over the course of this winter if they do see a significant drop-off in supplies uh, from Russia, whereas the UK is more of a price issue. Uh, so it's a case of how much how much support the government is ultimately going to continue to provide businesses in order to deal with these higher energy prices and what the cost is going to be to the government, which therefore lends to more borrowing, higher rates. And we've seen the cost of that uh, over the course uh, of this week. That doesn't mean that the UK will not have any rationing. It just means that it's probably less likely than it is for the EU because of its uh, less reliance on Russia. Craig Allen, many thanks for this interesting update. Thank you.